What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is June 20th, 2022. This is Fightful Wrestling. We got Denise Salcedo here with us. She's been here an awful lot over the last week. Since last Monday, uh, four shows. Uh, we got more this week because we're doing Quizzlemania together on Wednesday. Just a ton of stuff going on. You're very busy these days, Denise. Yeah, I am. My schedule for this weekend is absolutely insane because I will be going, you know, over to Chicago for Forbidden Door. So I'm pretty excited about that. I'm literally going to be there for like two days. I'm doing Warrior Wrestling huh. as well, so that should be good. But Love it's- Warrior. Love Warrior Wrestling. Yeah, making my official debut, so that'll be fun. Uh, doing some ring announcing, listen, some backstage interviews, whatever they have me do. Listen, completely water under the bridge. The whole GCW thing, you hit me in the testicles, all that. Listen, water under the bridge if you do the same thing to Frank the Clown. What are you talking about? If you punch Frank the Clown. But I haven't even right, met the guy. I have I, no beef with him. Listen, just do it, Okay. No, I don't throw, do- guys, guys, throw F's up in the chat if you want Denise to hit Frank the Clown in the nutsack and get back on my good side. Sean, I don't need to get back on your good yeah, you side. Yeah, no, you I, okay, then why am I doing like- Muted. Anyway, leave a thumbs up on this video. It would mean an awful lot. Get your super chats, get your humper chats in. Humper chats over at, look, I know you see all those F's in the chat. No, oh, I'm not oh, looking at the chat. Look I'm the not chat. looking at the chat. I'm not going to look at the chat. I'm not going to look at the chat. It's all right. I'll do it for you. Look at this. Look Sean, at this. the people here want to talk about Raw. Can we no, please no, get no, to no, Raw? No. no, they want to talk about you stomping out Frank's nuts. That's what they want to talk about. Guys, leave a thumbs up. Subscribe. Tap that bell for notifications. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Just before WWE Raw went on the air, we broke the story that Rhea Ripley was out of the uh, Raw Women's title match at Money in the Bank. We are about 15 subscribers away from another milestone, 7,000. Uh, we were the first to hit, first and only wrestling property to even hit 3,000 on Patreon. And we're about to hit 7,000. It would mean an awful lot to me if you guys would do that. But you can also get your question or statement read on the air uh, by donating a Super Chat or a Humper Chat over at humperchats.com. We got a lot of good. Go ahead, Denise. Sean, how many patrons do you need or do we need for me to get a significant raise? <laughs> I'm talking a big, big raise. 10,000. 10,000 patrons. That's yeah. 3,000 away. But I mean, you with that would come a show. Like you'd have to do a show. Oh, so I'd have to do more? Yes, of course. Yeah, no thanks. I'm already killing myself. I'm talking a yeah, significant right. raise for the one show I do a week on here. I'm not talking add to my duties list. Well, if there's one thing we don't want Denise doing, it's adding to her duty. Because as we know, she already takes those big fat shits. Leave a thumbs up here. We are going to talk WWE Raw. This week we have some great content coming to you guys. I got an interview with Leo Rush. Denise interviewed Leo Rush as well. Uh, man, it is, he's a fascinating guy and completely separate of that. I really enjoy, uh, his, his music. So you guys are going to enjoy that interview. We talk about new Japan, some AEW stuff, some WWE stuff. If he would have shown up to get Bobby Lashley to do his favorite pose last week, asked him about that. And this week, uh, the Grapsity fellas interviewed red velvet of AEW. But let's talk about WWE Raw if we have to. Brennan Norris, 
Brennan Norris says, Denise, good luck hosting Quizzlemania. That's a daunting task. That's a lot of responsibility, Denise. I mean, I did everything in like a day. And I mean, I had all the ideas like living up here in my brain. And it was just a matter of like putting it down and creating the graphics and having to do that stuff. But it was it was all living up here. Yeah. So I'm very excited about Quizzlemania. And I feel like whatever you've known about the past for Quizzlemania, just un unlearn it because it's going to be an entirely different thing with me running it. Chris says F. Uh, Jonah brings up the point about Adam Cole. A lot of people acting real weird about Adam Cole on, on the interwebs today. Jonah says Cole managed to get Brit looking like that. So he's winning no matter what Denise, uh, give Denise a raise, Sean. Uh, I don't make those decisions, but the, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Sean, don't act like you don't make those decisions. I don't make those decisions, but, uh, I will make a decision to call these weirdos on the internet who are, uh, you're trying to body shame Adam Cole. What you all are dopes? What We've are you been doing? doing this for a while though? I know over one like picture of him in BTE. Man's been working with a torn labrum for months. On top of that, but like if if they saw, I mean Denise, you do a lot of work with MMA and now boxing. These people actually can maim human beings. If you walked up to Daniel Cormier, most people wouldn't go, oh, wow, one of the greatest fighters of all time. He will dump you on your head. He will do literally anything he wants to you. If if Anderson Silva was plopped down in a UFC ring like or, or a WWE ring, people would be like, oh, he's, he's awfully skinny. John Jones would have got made fun of for his tiny little legs. When Rampage Jackson did a spot on WWE Raw, go back and look at this, guys. Virgil at 50, like made Rampage Jackson look small. Rampage ain't a small guy. He's rarely in shape at all, but sometimes when he fights, these these guys can actually physically dominate other human beings. It's a show. I watched a movie where Bob Odenkirk was the star actor in an action movie. Denise, you did you did some promo for that, didn't you? Nobody? Yeah, I did. That was a lot of fun. It's but, the weirdest shit I've ever heard. But yeah, it's the truth. Though. I mean, remember like when I've done like a lot of, you know, MMA interviews and, you know, with the fighters backstage and all of that, there's been guys where I'm legitimately like their size and I'm a very, very short. And, and there are guys that are like barely just an inch taller than me and they are absolute killers. Killers. Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson is all of 5253. I don't care who's watching this. Unless you are a pro MMA fighter, that man could do anything he wanted to you, and there's nothing that you could do about it. If you say, oh, what? No, he couldn't. He's too. No, he could. He absolutely could. There is nothing that you could do to stop it. So uh, maybe don't be weird on the internet. It's not going to stop, though, Sean. It's going to keep going. It's going to keep going. But those people tell them themselves. Aussie Lucian says, let's get Denise as a hashtag step clown. Damn. Oh, um, why? Because oh, of Frank the Clown? No, uh, Denise is a full-fledged, full-blooded clown. Uh, Thank Vandalia you. I appreciate says, the respect. Vandalia says, Denise doing that would probably be a better storyline than whatever happened on Raw. Well, let's talk about what happened on Raw. Rhea Ripley is out, and a new top contender is in, and that top contender is Carmella, Denise. Um, now listen, I have long enjoyed Carmella's work. I think she's good at almost everything she does. I don't think it should be lost on us that last year at SummerSlam, 
when Sasha Banks couldn't face Bianca Belair, they trotted out Carmella to make the crowd go, oh, man. Like, that was what it was designed to do. They brought out Carmella to get the crowd to go, no, not again, because it had already happened a bunch of times on TV. And then Becky came out, and they did the whole thing that was possibly even worse. So now they're running that back. Now, hopefully they, they bring up some aspect of this story or something. Uh, but the promo before was the typical interrupting promo, which we've seen a hundred million times. The match I thought was dope. I loved Asuka, Becky, Liv, uh, Carmella, and who the hell else was in there? Alexa. Alexa. Oh, it was a fantastic match. The action was fast paced. It was great. You don't have to apply that much psychology in a match like that. Cause you're just trying to get the pin. But this whole situation, obviously a bummer. I mean, not, nothing against Carmella, but the way that they booked her, and also well, they haven't booked her lately. She didn't even exist on the show for a while. The way that they booked her last year, they did the match 100 times, and not having Rhea, oh, that's a bummer, man. I really wanted to see Rhea and Bianca. Here's the thing. I, you know, when you saw the options, you knew obviously with Liv Morgan and Alexa Bliss already being in, in the money in the bank, I thought, well, you know, they can always take them out. They can reshuffle things. You know, they, they can script whatever they want, right? So when we had Carmella win, I'll be real with you. I was surprised, but more so not in the surprise where I thought it was a good, like a good surprise. I wasn't necessarily all that impressed. And the reason I say this is that Money in the Bank has already lost a lot of their big stars in going into the show. We've already downgraded to a smaller venue. So it kind of feels like a lot of what's, you know, what a lot of what makes a show, you know, uh, even grander, what makes a pay-per-view more exciting has kind of been taken taken out of money in the bank to the point where we're even already skipping ahead and we're announcing this match for SummerSlam with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. And so to me, it almost feels like money in the bank has sort of been like shrunk down to size in terms of you know, it, it felt like from the moment that they first announced it when we were at SummerSlam at Allegiant Stadium, it felt like, oh, my God, this could be the biggest money in the bank ever. And now it, the excitement is along the same lines of WrestleMania backlash and day one. It's kind of been, I feel like, Demoted to that level of excitement. So when you have Carmella going up against uh, Bianca Belair, to me, it's like, well, I don't really want to see that. That's not a big match to me. It's not a big match. I'm sorry. Uh, as much as I like, you know, both women here, it's just not a big match. I think sure. that they could have gone about it in, in multiple different ways. Like that, I, I was, I know that Oscar and Becky Lynch, you know, they're doing their whole thing. So okay, fine. I, but they could have easily, you know, they could have done Liv Morgan, and it could have been something where it's like, okay. She, they could have had a fun match. I think Bianca and Liv Morgan, or hey, you know, Alexa Bliss recently came back. Let's get her back on the map. Let's get her, you know, let's get the ball rolling once again with Alexa Bliss. Let's have her in this match. So the fact that they didn't go about it that way in a way that I think would have been more exciting kind of bummed me out. But I do want to say that um, I, I wanted to go back and rewind a little bit and actually talk about this match because I loved yes. this match. This match was an incredible way to kick Amazing. off the show. And I thought like my favorite thing about it 
was the fact that they kept the, the pace going throughout the entire match. Like It was just like one girl would come in and do something and another girl would follow. Please, Asuka, I don't know. Sean, is it me or did Asuka strikes just get so much more hard hitting than oh, there yeah. were before? Or did I just forget how hard hitting they she's were? She's laying that shit in. She's probably she tired is. of other people laying all their shit in and her not doing it. So she's like, to hell with it. This match did not let up at all. This was a blast, like start to finish. This was a great way to start the show. And it, I mean, again, because I saw the rundown, I knew Oscar was facing Becky later in the night. So that left me with one option over who was going to win. It was going to be Carmella. So it kind of, it did kind of make it predictable for me. But even then I thought it was amazing. I thought it was incredible. I thought that they killed it. And uh, because of the nature of this, having Carmella off TV and then having her come back and win this match, because of the unpredictable nature of the the five way, I think that it, it worked out really, really well. This was a blast. This was the best thing on the whole show, I thought. I do have one criticism, and the one criticism that I have is actually in regards to commentary, because this match to the people watching in, in the building, to the people watching at home, you knew, like, you felt yourself getting into it. You felt like, okay, this is not just, you know, your typical three-minute women's match. Like, no, they're going all out there, and they're doing all of this. I didn't think commentary matched the enthusiasm of the match and what we were seeing, or even the enthusiasm of the crowd. And it was kind of noticeable, because there were certain moments, especially at the top of this match where there was really cool stuff being done and it was like crickets so that was my one like if i if i noticed that like commentary isn't reacting to these big spots uh it, it's gonna it's gonna stand out yeah. so that was the one criticism that i did have in this match where i didn't think commentary matched the enthusiasm or uh matched the level of excitement that you were seeing in the ring and that you were hearing from the crowd Lots of super chats about this situation. Uh, we got Joel Wood saying Bianca should never work money in the bank. A second year in a row, her opponent got pulled before the show due to injury. Unfortunately, when Bianca is champion, it's been snake bit. The plans have been snake bit often. Bailey, Sasha, now Rhea. That is such a bummer. Orion Ben says, reminder, they kept Asuka on the shelf for months. Well, I mean, she was hurt. There wasn't really a lot they could do about that. Brett Watts says, first post Raw, I've had the chance to tune into for a few weeks. I appreciate everything both of you do. How are we feeling about women's money in the bank lineup so far? Live in the bank. We'll talk about that um, a little bit more at the end of the night. But right now, I'm liking the lineup. Um, I'll, I'm going to talk a lot more about the money in the bank briefcase specifically towards the end of the evening. But uh, I'm liking the way it looks so far. I mean, I think they could have probably, like, looking at this, I'm excited to see. I think Liv has been doing such a great job. So has Alexa. I think Raquel will have some good shining moments here. Asuka will be great. I think the only one I'm totally not, like, so crazy about is Lacey Evans. I think that she could have probably been in a different spot, but it's fine. You know, there's always going to be that one person that you're less excited for. We got Daniel R. saying, have you watched any new episodes of The Boys? I watched one. Um... I have to get back into it. It got to be a little like the, the plot became the same thing uh, after a while for me. So hoping that it, it sort of refreshes, but I'll, I'll check it out soon. I never seen the boys, but I'm rewatching right. Gilmore girls. So any Gilmore girls fans, please hit me up because I I'd never seen the show before. And I'm why are you making that yucky face? Sean, what's you hate Gilmore girls. Do you have an issue with Gilmore girls? It's not throw me. down. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The show is not for you. What? 
Why are you acting like that? The way you said it, you're like, oh, it's not for me, that girl stuff. Blech. No, it's just That's not literally for me. what you meant. I okay, don't think fine. it's like I don't think it's a good show. Did you watch it? I liked I, it. I, I caught I'm it on. It. I caught it on a few times. Um, but to well, me, I'm I enjoying it. I can't think of a single show like that that has over a hundred episodes that I think I would probably enjoy from a creative aspect. I just, I'm pretty sure they're they're probably 150, 160, 170, something like that. So I don't know, but I'm watching it and I'm enjoying it. Hey, so I any hope, Gilmore I, Girls fans, please hit me up. I hope you like it. It says a lot about you. Coxhead says yeah, again. That's, that's a shot. I'm not dumb. I know how you work. That was a shot. That was the, it says a lot about you. Yeah, it also says a lot about me that I'm always hanging out with you. Okay, that's the most questionable aspect yeah, of my you, it character. Says, it says that at least you got a little bit of taste. No, it says that I need to go out and make new you're, friends. You're eager to learn. That's that's awesome. Learn Coxhead, what? Coxhead says, again, sorry it isn't Raw related. I'm a few months behind watching Dynamite. Just watched O'Reilly and Phoenix. What a banger. Don't like overlong stuff. I could watch 30 minutes of that. Hey, I mean, I, I binge watch an awful lot of wrestling. I watch NXT UK like four episodes at a time. Nothing wrong with that. But um, yeah, that was that was a hell of a match. J.K. Schwal says, sorry for not being Raw related, but I think I missed the Q&A last week to ask. No, the Q&A was replaced by Reckless Speculation podcast last week. So you didn't. But he says, do you think we get the Okada coin drop on Dynamite? I don't think so, Denise, because I think they've established that he's not going to be at the show. I think that they specifically mentioned it for that reason. I think they wanted to manage expectations. Yeah, it makes sense to do that. And I think they did it very clearly right off the bat. Yeah, I thought and it was probably smart to do that. To That way people just weren't expecting it. Omar says, Denise, doesn't SRS pay more than Ollie? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm doing I'm not here at liberty to discuss my payments <laughs> and what I get paid. I don't talk about my finances on the air. There you go. Joey But Bass. I would like a raise, Sean. Just FYI, without an additional show. You mean like the one I gave you last month? Yeah, but I want another raise. Okay. Joey Bat says, uh, on Friday, Denise admitted that she was a whole 15 years old when she thought Vince McMahon actually died in that limo explosion. <laughs> She also admitted to hating cats. Please okay. bury her. Sean. Can we please? Is this like snitch on Denise hour? Like, I damn. wish it was. That'd be great. It'd be better than the show we're about to talk and, okay, about. We already know that I don't like cats. I think they're terrifying. We've already known this when I was going off on Oliver. Oliver the cat. It's rude. It's terrible. Why would you do that? I'm sorry. And then, yeah, I was very J sheltered. JW Pringle says Gilmore Girls is one of the best written shows of all time. Great dialogue and social commentary. I can't speak for the social commentary. I'll tell you that uh, one of the few things I did like about it was the dialogue. I thought I, I like that they don't waste any time in the dialogue. It's it's a very fast paced uh, Sean, show. I know you're being sarcastic right now. You're being, being serious. You're being a jerk to Gilmore Girls. No way. I'm not. Yeah, you are. I would never do that. Yeah, I would you never are. do that. I bet it's a thrilling 150 plus episodes that definitely doesn't get tedious. Well, you know what? I'm thrilled. Or what redundant. Are you I bet you watch your little to... dumb shows that you watch. Like what shows do you think I watch? I don't know. Like some, oh, your dumb, stupid Ozark Kentucky show yeah. that you watch. Yeah, I, I buried it. I buried it though. Um, what, Ozark? You're yeah, done? Yeah, on Fightful you buried Select. It? I buried oh, it. You bought a magazine. You were the yeah. number one fan. Yeah, but I mean, that last season just wasn't great. Uh, yeah. 
Jimmy Van says, whoever asked the super chat about whether or not we pay more than Wrestle Talk, I don't know what they pay her, but the answer is yes. Damn. <laughs> he just said he doesn't know what they pay me. All right. Wait, the- why are we starting beef between Wrestle Talk and Fightful over my payments? I'm not. I, I don't care. I don't care how much money you make or don't make, Denise. If you want, I can make sure they pay you more. Uh, RH says, actually, go for it. If you want to be my my agent, you might as well go ahead and do it. RH says, the Fightful Raw post show is always the best thing on Monday nights anywhere. SRS and Denise, you two make my day every Monday. Well, you make our day every Monday. The best part about this is getting to talk with you guys. Time out, time out. Since Jimmy Van is here and we just got that very nice comment. Hey, James Van. Muted. L Milkman says Boy Meets World is greater than Gilmore you Girls. You see what I mean? I can't even. You, I'm pissed. I don't even want to talk no more. I'm going to get you audited on this show. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have an evaluation. Uh, Heartless says one scene of Gilmore Girls is Vin- better than Vince since Friday. That is accurate. I'm not even going to troll about that. Not even going to troll about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Zach Schimmel says, love Fightful in the community. The Army is sending me to Poland in a couple of weeks, and I'll be gone for a while. So this will be my last live Humper Chat. Soon won't be able to catch any live shows. Everyone subscribe to Fightful Select. Zach, buddy, sending our love to you. Have fun in Poland. I'm sure there's lots of beautiful stuff in Poland, Zach. I feel, I feel bad because Poland. when you started reading the, 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 the Super Chat, yeah. I was like, why is BTS sending him to Poland? No, it's the army. I know, Sean. I know, but they call their fans yeah, army. I'm aware. And the first thing that popped into my head when I heard the army was BTS. Well, Zach is a great dude. We love Zach. He's always been so supportive to us. But uh, big thank you to him and, and enjoy yourself over there. We hope you guys enjoyed the AAA review this weekend as well that Denise and Carlos did. Normhausen says, didn't watch Raw. Hope it was fun. D Martinez tagging again on Dark got me thinking. Uh, AEW women's tag belts or WDB actually doing a tournament for them. Sheeta and Sasha teaming. Um, I would, I would not expect Sasha just to jump in. This show is sponsored by better help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful.
to another wrestling promotion. I don't think we're getting AW women's tag belts anytime soon, but Deben Martinez teaming again is, is great. And this is actually the super chat I meant to get into after the, the triple a plug, but Coxhead says I've checked select and can't see the story on Mexican wrestlers, not being allowed at the AW new Japan show. What's the situation with that? I mean, CMLL and AAA hate each other. Denise, I thought, broke it down pretty well. Uh, one company is particularly petty about it. Yeah, I wanted to emphasize that CMLL is... Oops, I, my earphones fell out. Um, I wanted to emphasize that uh, CMLL is a little bit more uh, hard-headed, a little bit more on the stubborn side of things in terms of wanting to work things out. I think AAA, especially after I talked to Conan, he kind of basically alluded to that as well and basically said like we're willing to make things work that sort of thing well, that's good graham says i'm a jimmy stan but sean deserves another raise i do and orion ben says hottest free agent in 2024 mjf or denise denise is technically a free agent at all times she's very very uh staunch about that actually uh mayan derba dabura 69 my Mayin Dabura 69 says my first super chat for the fightful Q, Q crew crew. And you're butchering I'll it, Sean. It. You're I'll butchering their first super chat. I'm going to sound on. it out. I'm going to sound it out. We're going to get through these words. Any news on Bailey's status? Is she injured or waiting for creative? She's still injured. Um, I mean, she tore her knee up really bad last year. That's, that's a full year out pretty well, but uh, man, you all are getting us to talk about anything but this show, which is interesting because we actually do have things to talk about for pod today. Joel Wood says Naomi started posting on social media again, but Sasha has been radio silent. Any news on those two um, talent at SmackDown were under the impression Sasha was released talent relations, digital. And by, when I say digital, people thought I meant like digital as in editing out the photos. I meant like who manned the roster and things like that. They hadn't been told of, of any update yet public relations uh hadn't given me an update or anything like that and that's usually who i get confirmations with but we had the riddle promo and then omos beat riddle in a money in the bank qualifier match um let me tell you what i'm not excited to see that's omos in a ladder match do you think there's any chance he wins this ladder match? Sean, I said this from the very beginning. I said Good. Omaz was going to win. Now, is that my pick? Not necessarily, but it, it feels to me like it's pretty obvious. But uh, I'll let you finish talking about what you were going to talk. Or, is, or should I just go ahead and jump into I, my I analysis? That you're done? You, I, I literally yes. asked you okay. what you thought about this. I know, but I thought you were going to give a little bit more information nah, before I, I jumped shit. in. Okay, well, then let me give a shit because I freaking hated this and I hated this with every fiber in my being. And the reason that I hated this (laughs) is because what's the number one thing, Sean, that we're always talking about when it comes to stars and making stars in WWE that they need to make stars, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. so on Friday Night Smackdown, we had Roman Reigns and Matt Riddle. Okay, and that was a really freaking great match. Now, given the fact that we went right into Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar all over again, I think a lot of us could have argued that they should have had Matt Riddle win just for the sake of doing something different. They didn't. Okay, we got over that. We spent a weekend went by. Now it's Monday. You have Matt Riddle who came off of this really great match with Roman Reigns. Yes, he lost. Yes, it's unfortunate. Whatever, but he's coming off of that big win. And then he goes into this 
this with Omas and gets pinned by Omas. And I get it. They want Riddle to do something else and they want him to do whatever he's doing with Seth Rollins. I get all of that. But to me, I just did not think that they should have had Omas defeat Matt Riddle, especially coming off of that hot match that he had with Roman Reigns. That is not the like that's exhibit like Z as to why they haven't built new stars in WWE because they do stuff like this. Yeah, I agree. Uh, very clearly, Omos is not the guy. He is not the guy in the ring on the mic from a performance standpoint, from a charisma standpoint. Uh, I'm not saying Riddle is, but he's much more close to the guy than... than what are you talking uh, about, Sean? It's night and day. If they were course, actually That's what I just said! What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> but you, were, you made it seem like there's just a little bit of a difference. There's a big difference. No, I'm, just, a- I'm just saying that... Like, I don't think that, that Riddle's exactly the face of the company here, but Jesus Christ, like, wh- who do I think should win this match? Who do I think should be pushed? Who do I think should be in the ladder match? Who do I think would would make for a better, like, is anybody ordering a pay-per-view because of either one of these people? I don't know. But they're definitely not because of Omos. All due respect to Omos. Um, Christopher says that Omos makes Sid look like Luthez. Yes, he does. He ain't good. He just isn't good. It's just not good. Well, there's a big chance with with what they can do with Matt Riddle. I mean, for the mm-hmm. most part, the guy has gotten over, you know, with, with everything he's been doing with RK Bro. Uh, his matches have been pretty damn good. I mean, the guy, the guy's good on the microphone. He's got personality. He's pretty much got everything. So if they would have had him like defeat Roman Reigns, I, I mean, that would have been huge, right? If if they would have had him be part in this Money in the Bank, that would have been huge too. And I get it. Again, we know that they're going in the direction with Seth Rollins, but it's like, did you? You really have to have him lose to Amaz today. Not so much. I agree. Rollins comes out, beats Riddle's ass afterwards. It seems like we're setting up a program there. It seems like we're getting something ready. Daniel says Giant Gonzalez better than Omas. I ain't going that far, buddy. Omas <laughs> is way better than Giant Gonzalez. Uh, but Riddle and Rollins, they they had those issues back in the day. They they made well, Riddle apologized to him for some things that his his now ex-wife or soon-to-be ex-wife, whatever the hell, I don't give a shit what they are, uh, said about Becky Lynch. And they, they seemed like they, they mended fences. They're willing to work together. But Rollins came out here, laid an ass-whipping on Riddle. Keep in mind, Riddle was still selling from last Friday. He got his ass-whipped by Omos. Then Rollins beats his ass, too. I am excited to see this program, or at least in the ring, Denise. Yeah, sure. I know it's going to be good, like in the ring and wise, but mm. I just didn't like a lot of this follow up from Matt Riddle. And really? I know that I know people are going to be like, you're just exaggerating. You just want to complain. Are. And yeah. while that may be you're true, right. I don't know. It's just I didn't like this. I'm sorry. I wasn't a fan of this. I feel like there's just there was a big opportunity there or just leave it alone and don't do anything. Uh, we didn't need to see. We, we didn't need to see this. I'm out. Oh, I was I'm down for um, I'm down for. uh this Omos? match for this <laughs> like, sorry for, for this feud for this feud <laughs> no oh uh, yeah seth rollins and matt riddle yeah that's gonna be good stuff there all around and you know they're gonna put on a banger of a match that's perfectly fine but again did we have to see omaz defeat matt riddle and i don't care if he was selling the ribs and all of this there's no point for that in my opinion oh man matt musing says so where's bailey these days still injured this donation is for Denise only. Sorry, man. Well, 
congratulations, Denise. That's $5 Canadian. That's a whopping 32 cents American. Hey, I'll take those 32 cents American. Well, you know what? You know what? I got a better way for you to spend it on How? nordvpn.com slash fightful. My God, the best, fastest VPN in the world. A great deal, an additional month free on all their plans, plus a 30-day money-back guarantee. You might just hear me say, oh, wait, wait, all their plans? What do you mean all their plans? They've got multiple plans now, by golly. they got the standard, the VPN only. they got the plus with the VPN and the pass. And they have the complete with the VPN, the pass, and the locker. Change your virtual location with just one click. Like, oh, I don't know, like in Lithuania? Because you can watch a whole lot of wrestling content on a whole lot of services in Lithuania, if you know what I'm saying. But it can be anywhere in the world with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And it works on all your devices, phone, laptop, desktop, PC, router. I mentioned last week how much it helped me when I got that new PlayStation Plus. My speeds were really slow. I've got a dynamic uh, IP address. PlayStation didn't quite like it. So I used NordVPN to change my virtual location via my router. And it sped things up for me. I was able to download those games much quicker with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You guys are going to love it. Great deals that are going to end up saving you money even when you subscribe. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Love those guys. They're rad. They're wonderful. Way more wonderful than Vince McMahon. Denise, what in the shitting butt of fucks is he doing? He's just oh, out I know there. What he's doing, he's, Sean. Yeah, I know what he's doing. Yeah, of course. I had people ranging from confused to enraged on Friday, and they knew what he was up to. I talked to a whole lot of talent this weekend about this, and one was like, I don't know if I want to work here because he's not taking this seriously. Another person was like, well, this is his way of saying I'm not going away. I had people talking about the Stephanie thing. They're stoked to work for Stephanie. Everybody likes Stephanie there. And I know that with what we see on screen, a lot of times, you know, that, that's blurred for us. And we think, how could people possibly like working for Stephanie? Well, apparently she's a good person. She's easy to work for. Vince was particularly hands-on Friday, Denise. I was told that he was jovial, happy, or at least pretending to be, was very hands-on. And he came out, he popped a rating, which was a, a horrible exploitation tactic there. And then he came back out here on Raw, was jumping steps, doing stunts, like I thought he was going to get on a on Hunikozo bicycle and do fucking ramp jumps at ringside like what the hell is he doing i I mean i know what he's doing okay so where do we begin here okay because i think friday friday was more so of like okay we get it you know all his attention is on vince mcmahon so let's have him come out there and you know pop the ratings etc right that one was a little bit more clear this time i didn't see any promotion for vince mcmahon being at monday night raw i didn't see anything so when his music hit i was like oh crap either i totally missed an announcement that vince was going to be on the show or this is like completely out of the nowhere and so it ended up being you know 
out of nowhere. And my thing was, what is he going to come out and do? Because given what we saw on Friday, it was so brief. It was a very much in read in between the lines of what he said, reading his body language of what he said. That was pretty much all that we really had to work with. And so today I'm thinking, like, what is he going to say? What is he going to do? How is this going to be any different from what he did on Friday unless he comes out and pretty much says the exact same thing? I don't know. So he comes out and, you know, he starts talking about, you know, the 20 years and 30 years and this and that. And he starts saying that he's that uh, about, you know, somebody that's been important in WWE. Sean, I don't know about you, but I thought he was going to make an announcement about Stone Cold Steve Austin or something. I I thought, okay, if he's going to be out there, it's going to be for some relatively new information. And then when he basically announced John Cena uh, coming next week, he made it seem like, oh, this is big news and this just happened next week. We're going to be getting John Cena. I'm like, we've known about this for like nearly a month that John Cena was going to be here. This is absolutely nothing new. This is this is day 14 of us knowing about John Cena. Holy shit. Like what? And they had to sell it like it was new. <laughs> Commentary had to pretend. What in the hell is going on here? It's it's him just saying, here I am. I'm not going anywhere. And I had people that were saying like, well, if Vince wants something done, is Stephanie going to say no? Of course not. But here's the thing, Denise. If there is ever a time for her to, why not now? Because right. what was she doing before this? Her ass was home. She went home. And that was brief, too. She didn't even get to be at home for yeah. that long. Yeah, She didn't want to be there. She left. But Sean, so I know that, you know, the main thing here is that, you know, Vince coming out there and kind of, you know, you know, he's like you said, looking all jovial. We saw the picture of him, you know, hopping off of the steps and this and that. It it is him basically saying, like, I'm above this. I'm untouchable, blah, blah, blah. But the other the way that I see it, too, is I think a big reason that we're getting the second appearance that we got this appearance today with Vince McMahon is is. The perception when you have, for example, on Friday, you had that entire crowd cheering, applauding, etc. This is a guy that, you know, there's this big, massive news story that went mainstream and everybody's talking about it. And, you know, everybody is, you know, realizing the gravity of it. All, at least most people are realizing the seriousness of it. And, you know, he comes out and he's being applauded and this and that. Right. So I'm thinking that the reason why he did it again today was once again to get that crowd reaction because that was a positive crowd reaction in his favor. And when you're in a serious situation like this and then you see how people are responding, I think in his in his mind, it's like, oh, well, this is going to be like good for my case because we got people out here cheering for me and rooting for me and this and that. And so I almost feel like that's the reason why he did it on top of the other reasons as well, or at least the other speculations of like him basically saying, I'm here. I'm untouchable. Screw this. I'm Vince McMahon. You know, that sort of attitude. We have a wealth of information on FightfulSelect.com. If we don't break the story, we're going to get a whole bunch of news and details behind it, no matter what it is. And we had a lot. I was I was up nonstop this weekend talking to wrestlers about how they felt about this last week as well. Uh, we we got an awful lot of information on on how this was being ran and operated and how people felt about it. So uh, check it out. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We are 15 away from 7,000. So please help us get there. We would love to be the first property to uh, wrestling property to hit that. 
No, please help us get to 10,000 by tonight. <laughs> That'd be great too. I would, I would give you a raise on the spot if that happened. <laughs> uh, I would double your, your, Please, I'm going to start doing witchcraft and pray for 10,000 patrons. <laughs> Bert Sands Arnie says he's a narcissist and the pure definition. Daniel says saying he was hands-on sounds creepier now. Eh. And Luis says, we thought it was Cody, but Vince is going full Homelander. Boy, that's accurate. And JW Pringle says, I hate Vince. So this one is for Zach. Thanks for serving and take care of yourself. Get back soon. Indeed, buddy. Uh, sending our love to you. Come back safe. Joel Wood says Vince is trolling at this point, and a part of me can't stop laughing. Seriously, though, I have a feeling Vince knows this investigation isn't going to go well for him. I mean, it already didn't go well for him. I mean, there's no way. I mean, I'm sorry. There's no way to spin gave her like a toy to one of his executives as a positive. You can talk about, uh, about a, a lot of aspects of this and look at it a certain way. There's no positive way to look at that. And other NDAs emerging for this similar type of thing. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. More details will emerge. Heartless says, I would dare Vince to show up to Black and Gold NXT and see how that crowd reacts. Today, he'd say we are NXT 2.0 and get a few cheers and leave. Oh, CWC would go nuts for him. <laughs> yeah, Vince would get a cheer no matter what. I mean, that's just the way that fans are. Scotty Bosock says, just like that crowd in Nebraska was conditioned to cheer for Vince and serve his Trump-like narcissism, the same sector of fans is conditioned to adhere to his stereotypical definitions of a wrestler. I suspect many of them are the ones shaming Cole. And the, the irony of that is, Denise, when Adam Cole was leaving WWE, and even after he left, I would have weekly calls with a, a WWE, I will, I will say a rep, and some WWE officials. And at no point ever did they ever say anything bad about him. Not once, not when he was going to AEW, not when he went to AEW, not when he'd been there for a long time. And you know how sometimes a lot of those people are, they are indoctrinated and they will just outright shit on whatever the opposition is. And I never heard a bad word about Adam Cole from anybody in that company. Nobody. They talked about what a pro he was, how they wanted to keep him, how they communicated they wanted to keep him. They would establish to me how bad they wanted to keep him. WWE wanted him. Um, but yeah. Oh, man. We got uh, Jake Hahn saying Omas versus Kali, one hour, uh, one hour Ironman match. Oh, Go, Kali. Um, Kyler James says that uh, some news has broken regarding Bruce Pritchard. He is now the interim head of talent relations. And John Laurinaitis uh, has, was absent tonight. Uh, he's still officially with the company. Uh, this is from PW Insider. I'll work to confirm. But um, this is something that, Everybody expected to happen, Denise. Not necessarily uh, the Bruce part, but everybody expected John Laurinaitis to be gone. And some of them said, uh, went as far as to say, he's Vince's latest fall guy. I think like even when there were certain people that, you know, all these reports coming out of how people felt about what the outcome might be. There was a lot of people that, you know, some people were like, oh, this is it for Vince. Some people were like, no, you know, Vince is gonna be fine. But I think for John Laronitis from like the very beginning, people were like, nah, like he's done. You know, that's been sort of like the 
I guess you can say the general consensus of what people think it's going to happen. Yep. As I look at my messages, um, they, there was a, a message sent out. I think it was on the talent relations app that uh, established that Bruce Pritchard is in that role. Denise, what do you think about this? As I, as I compose a tweet. Jesus. Well, I think it's not surprising whatsoever. I feel like for the most part, they've been making these fast moves and these fast decisions. And I feel, or you know what? Honestly, the John Laranitis move does kind of feel a little bit slow. I think I was expecting it to come in a lot faster because when they had the Vince McMahon uh, announcement that he would be stepping down as a CEO, that came very, very fast. So I think it was along that same day that I was expecting to hear more in regards to John Laranitis. So to be honest, I am a little surprised it took a little bit you know this long to get to this point but in a way that I, I I'm kind of seeing this as a positive in the sense that they're doing at least I'm assuming that they're doing you know the investigation that they're doing their due diligence and you know making sure that you know what they cross their t's they dot their i's and make sure that if somebody is facing repercussions like there is that concrete proof and that's why they're you know acting on making these decisions lots going on here I mean I can tell you that everybody I talked to thought this was going to be it for John Laurinaitis. Uh, Daniel says Denise should be on sour graps tonight. <laughs> tonight? I've been way nicer tonight than I have in the past. Ergru <laughs> says uh, tonight was a really good show, I thought. Uh, the women carried it for sure. The Ezekiel Elias stuff with KO was great. Most of the other crap is whatever. Seth needs to win that case and cash in and beat Roman. Well, let's talk about that Ezekiel and Elias crap. I thought it was pretty fun. I thought it was harmless. It was it was a good time. I mean, I wanted them to go full ridiculous with this, but I, I was happy with what they did. Elias had the fake beard on, and they were talking to one another, and then uh, Elias is out in the ring playing uh playing songs and I, I like they turned him baby face before this denise he's like i know i said a lot of terrible things about nebraska but i feel really privileged to be here in nebraska they were really setting it up and and being like hey guys in case you were too stupid make sure to say walk with elias but i enjoyed this uh, I think, you know, this was something that we went in depth into like the creative of what we thought we're, they were going to do last week. And I'm very OK. I just got to say this right off the bat. I am very, very happy that they put effort into this. And I know people are going to be like, Denise, that beard was terrible. That was not effort. But if you've seen some of the stuff that goes on the show, we've always, there's so many things that happen in the show that we're like, oh, they could have done this better. They could have been more creative with this. This could have been more fun. Uh, I think they did a good job with this one here. And then, you know, just like the visual aspects where they put that big old, like, uh, I don't know what you call those freaking uh, banner things in the back. I forgot what they're called. There's an actual name for it. I'm forgetting. Oh, the tapestry. There you go. The tapestry. Yes, that they pushed there uh in the back and so um i liked how they were you know trying to find ways to you know manipulative and make it look like the editing you know a little bit more crisp and they even did the fist bump and all of that i thought this was great and i know the beard was was you know really really bad and let's be real they're a billion dollar corporation that could definitely afford some good hollywood special effects makeup artists that could have been flown in and you know done some really good stuff there are people out there with skills man they could have done something great here but it adds to the charm though so i'm not completely like oh i'm not gonna trash the beard because yeah. to me it adds to it it adds to the 
you yes. know, the, the silliness of it all. Being, and, being able to decipher that it was a fake beard, I thought helped a little bit. Yeah. Right. And then even afterwards, when they had uh, when they had Elias in the ring and they had Ezekiel on the screen and Kevin Owens just standing there in the middle, freaking out and saying that he was French Canadian. So he's as smart as smart as gets. Oh, and I love that they did incorporate some of the pre-tape aspects of this. They had Ezekiel on the Tron, and then Kevin Owens is like, no, that's a pre-tape. So then he gets hit with a guitar, and he goes back to the back, and Ezekiel approaches him, and he's like, what the hell? Like, he's finally getting confronted with the fact that he's the crazy one. I wish they would have cut back out to the crowd, and they would have shown, like, Elias cheering for him. Like, he was really happy about it. I thought that would that would have been really great. Uh, I wanted them to go full ridiculous slapstick stupid on this, but I, I did a live shaving, Sean. Yeah, I know I did. Matt Logan said it's screen editing at its best. And Aussie says, did they get the Elias segment right? Or should they go with Sean's instead? I'm happy with how it ended, but. I mean, I yours should have been more interesting because, okay, it's like a shaving. Okay. So that would have <laughs> yes. been more funny because it's more like outrageous. Yes. But I really like this. And wait, but what's the deal with the whole Alrod thing? I missed that. I don't get it. I didn't get the joke with the Alrod thing. So next week they just said, well, you're going to face either Ezekiel, Elias, or maybe it's our brother Elrod. Okay. See, that was confusing to me. So what does that mean? We're getting maybe, a third person? Maybe. Maybe. We don't know yet. Uh, Jake says, at least we finally proved Ezekiel and Elias are different people. Yeah, indeed. And Christopher says, Elias, Ezekiel, Elrod, the new dynasty and sports entertainment. At the end of the day, yes, kick Frank in the nuts. Well, I mean, listen, Cody Rhodes was ahead of the curve on this. He's been telling us for a long time, Denise, wrestling has more than one royal family. And this is another one of them. You know what? I'm just happy that WWE is not pulling away from the lineage that is the Elias Ezekiel family. So I'm very excited to meet this Alrod person. Uh, I love this. I got to tell you, this was complete. This is probably my favorite part of Raw that was not like the serious in-ring stuff, like in terms of like the silliness and the character, the entertainment part of sports entertainment. This was my favorite thing. And I got to tell you, Ezekiel and Elias, they're now my favorite brothers ever. So there you go. Oh, it's it's so fun. It's harmless. It's good stuff. Kevin Owens makes it even better. I'm I'm just having fun watching this. I know that like it's not going to lead to some major major thing, but I like everybody involved. Hey man, it, they're getting over with me. This is the most I cared about Elias since like the longest. And Ezekiel, this could have been god awful. Like I mean god awful in a way that you couldn't even laugh at its like silliness. I'm laughing, I'm enjoying it. You know what? Good for him. Daniel says, "People keep saying sorry for not being raw related. Trust me, you don't need to apologize." KO is a national treasure. Daniel says the crowd cheered Vince. Good thing they did that reminder to say walk with Elias. I think that they needed to. I think that that helped. You think people forgot? Yeah, I do. No, no way. How long has it been? Nobody forgets that. Come on. Oh, you'd be surprised, Denise. Come on. It's the you'd... same initials as the company. How do you forget that? You'd be surprised. Yeah, it's been a full... It's been... It's been uh, 11 months. Man, can you believe they had Jackson Riker beat him five times? Idiots. Okay, see, I forgot Idiots. about that. Thank you so much for bringing that back into my memory Dumbasses. bank. Stupid. Just dumbass booking. And we even said it was stupid at the time. I'm pretty sure we said worse than that at the time. 
Mark Charisma says, any update on Sasha or we got to get Fabrizio Romano on this? I'm aware of who that is, Luis. By the way, you don't have to, you don't have to tell me, but uh, I'm asking every day. I'm asking every single day about her. Dream Ninja says, women's tag titles were wasted, costing one of their best female stars ever uh, getting injured. Then it t- WWE turns to the women to carry the show. And of course they rule. Also, Alexa's new theme slaps hard. What do you think of Alexa's theme? Have you paid any attention to it? Are you kidding me, Sean? It's totally my vibe, okay? Like, that okay. is the kind of stuff I listen to. So, is yeah, it? this was totally me, okay? I've been loving it since the beginning, but I ain't going to put it – I ain't going to be out there, like, every single week. Oh, my God, I love Alexa's song. I'm pretty sure I tweeted it at some point. Um, but, yeah, it's totally my vibe, man. Are you kidding me? I love it. Well, apparently, uh, Gilmore Girls is Jeff Burns' vibe. He says – the show was great, Denise. You'll be happy. Sadly, they ruined it with the four-episode miniseries on Netflix. No, Won't ruin I'm it. Gonna... But, but uh, well, we're not going to spoil anything. No, there, I'm Jeff. saying, but no, I'm still going to watch it. I hope yeah. they didn't ruin it. But Modern History Music says it's okay. Seen every episode with his wife. Rory is one of the worst characters of all time. <laughs> Privilege at, at its worst. I've been having some discussions about this Rory character because there's some seasons where I'm like, I love you, Rory. And there's other seasons where I'm like, what are you <laughs> what are you doing rory jay says what do you mean the beard was fake maybe i got worked maybe i got worked joel wood says obviously i'm a wdb guy but i'm really hoping this investigation turns out against him i would like stephanie's position to become permanent well i mean if he doesn't get the hell out of out of uh creative yeah creative oh boy yeah, you look like you're reading some interesting uh, stuff. Yeah, so sure I'm gonna am. let you finish that. I sure am. And- we'll just watch you. Everybody here will just watch you read because that face that you're making right now mm-hmm. is making us all believe that something very serious has gone down in, it's in just, about it's five just minutes. An interest, it's an interesting concern. It's an interesting concern. And uh it'll be on fightfulselect.com right after this show. I've I've already got like Unless I just like magically outscoop you right now, mm-hmm. like zap your phone and then all of a sudden post it up. Since I posted that tweet, I've had four four active WWE wrestlers message me. And I'm gonna collect those and I'll put them on Fightful Select uh right after this. Um No hints. Come on. People don't seem keen on the idea of of, of? well, they're keen oh, on the Bruce idea Richard? of Johnny. Of, of specifically him and his position there, a little bit of a conflict there. Uh, but Matt Logan says GCW Moxley deathbed on Saturday, Osprey versus Nick Wayne Sunday, two excellent pro wrestling shows. Osprey Nick Wayne killed it. And also I got to say, Joey Janela is fucking killing it all the time. Like he, every match he does, he's killing it. Graham says Shane McMahon before or after SummerSlam. I think he kind of uh, did himself in for a while at the Rumble. Anton Triple H says, wow, Dirt Sheet Boy in action, not on a Wednesday. Honestly, I don't usually get a ton of stuff late on a Monday. Those people are ready to go home. And honestly, they're ready to shut the fuck up and not talk to a guy like me after a long Monday at work. But uh, this one got some people talking. Nicholas says, did not watch Raw, but I've been a Fightful Select subscriber for about six months. It's every bit worth $5 a month. SRS is the most news-breaking newsbreaker of all the newsbreakers. Well, I appreciate that a lot. And I'll say, even if we're not breaking the news, we're going to have a lot of details on any story. So, uh, World's we're, greatest we're, dirt cheap boy. Thank you so much. You got an award. World's I did. I did. Boy. It means a lot. Um, 
Veer came and cut a promo. Now, I'm not going to say the source material was good. I think the script sucked ass. But I thought he did really good with it because they had him talk like a normal human being. And I thought he was really good at it. And I saw people say, oh, well, I thought it was bad. Well, you can think it was bad. But you know what? Not everybody needs to scream. Or not everybody needs to talk like The Rock or Ricky Starks or Steve Austin or classically great talkers. I think super athletic guy who we have seen slaughtering people remaining calm and collected is a lot more intimidating than what we've seen for decades and decades and decades, which is foreign heels screaming. I like Veer. I like what he's doing. I wish they would employ the goddamn story. This guy is, is such a, a fascinating athlete. He's such a fascinating athlete that Disney told his story. They did a movie about him. And, um, if WWE can identify with one thing, Denise, it's picking up somebody that doesn't know shit about wrestling and saying, let's make this work. That was literally the Veer story with baseball. He didn't know anything about it. He played cricket. And they're like, let's see if this shit works. And it did. He could have made it to the major leagues if not for some injuries. I'm liking Veer. I'm enjoying him. I like this approach a lot better. I think this was the first time I've ever legitimately heard him speak. So it, it was kind of interesting because his, it, he, I would say like his promo was perfectly fine, but there was this almost like this, uh, this, this tone, this change in his voice where he went from speaking normal, just like this to adding a little bit of that, you know, that he's kind of been accustomed to doing on the show. But I feel for the most part, he's getting the hang of it because I did like how he, you know, hit a couple of the words and, you know, punchline those, like when he was saying uh, something about carnage and now he has this whole, uh slogan now fear veer is his thing and i'm like okay cool simple i like it um i do think that they have you know some potential there with veer i mean i'm not expecting this guy to be you know main eventing wrestlemania by any by any means but i still think that there's a good spot for him on the show and it's just a matter of like the presentation and having him come out today and actually speak words uh i think that's a good direction into the presentation of veer yeah, I'm really enjoying that. I, I like the, the different approach for it. So um, that's that's something that's that was needed straight from the jump. Because I, I remember Seahawk on Twitter saying, like, they got this guy talking like a caveman. Like, what the hell are we doing here? He's he's a good-looking athlete. And, like, let him be that. Sandoval says, uh, Joey is killing it and telling people to wait. Never mind. I, I don't get it. Oh, yeah, I do get it. Jake says the proud Pittsburgher. How dare you say we have a pro baseball team? I'm a Reds fan. So Joel says, so Bruce isn't liked by talent for that position is the basic summary of what you read. I don't want to say that necessarily, Joel, you're a subscriber. You'll see what I mean. I, I want to type it out that way. Um, I, I don't really, I, I, that way I don't fumble over my words as I could probably do. See, you're better. Oh. <laughs> so you can't get <laughs> no, your words no, this, out, this message, this message that I just got, and it's it, <laughs> it's from a former top name, and it says, Vince only knows three people, LOL. <laughs> oh, I Damn. see. I see. Damn, Sean, uh, you're just leaving us out here in the cold, <laughs> man. We want to, can you, like, share your screen or something? Give us the no. 411, the hot well, stuff. I'll tell you privately. I feel left out, man. I just feel like I'm just sitting here like, sorry, I'm not, I'm not 
I'm on the outs. <laughs> we're on the outside looking in. <laughs> Listen, this is my life. I love it. Um, I sent you who it was. Oh, uh, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Chris says, speak with Zeke and cheer for Veer. Well, <laughs> oh, God damn. Uh, where are we at now? <laughs> Jay says <laughs> you just finished talking about no, beer. It's just it's just the <laughs> some of these comments coming in are are pretty funny. Um <laughs> Jay says interesting the XFL. You're broken, Sean. You're broken. Take a minute. Laugh it out. Go take the floor. Take the time you need. Let it oh, out, man. Sean. Breathe. In and out. Is if, this if, what you're, hold on? Is this if what these you're wrestlers? Like? Listen, if these wrestlers would post these jokes publicly, oh my gosh, they would, they would like connect with an audience so much more. No, there'd be so much drama. Let's be real. (laughs) There'd be way more drama on Twitter. Let's be real. But Sean, is this what you're like when we're, when the cameras aren't on and you're breaking your scoops and you're like, (laughs) I'm going to post your platform select now. (laughs) Here we go. I'm going to get to eat so much leather. (laughs) That's me. That's what I'm doing. I'm dead. What the hell was that? We can eat real steak tonight. We ain't eating leather. (laughs) That's me. You're like, them Fightful Select subscribers are really going to go up now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's what we got. You just ruined the, the image I had of you. I had this like image of like Sean, you being very serious, breaking your scoops, you know, looking very serious. Uh, so now I have a totally different image of when you do this stuff. Oh, man. Sorry, I had to fire that message off. Y'all are what? watching me talk to people on on. Uh, or he says, apologize for the last message. Or really, I do. That's okay, Sean, buddy. I have an idea for you. Okay, what? so Katy Perry once did a 24-hour live stream, okay, where yeah. people watched her sleep and, you know, Sounds just go about stupid. her life. You should do this. You should do it, like, on a busy day where you're not talking mm. to the people. It's just like we're a, a fly on the wall. I touched too much grass, Denise. And we're just like watching you like Listen. break news, like on one of like the hottest news day, just like turn your camera on and stream and just be like, you know, be natural, be new. I would forget. I would forget. And plus some of that stuff happens like on the phone. Oh, so, so we'd be hearing you on the phone getting all crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Heartless says, please accept my donation for some nice leather. And Volov says, I mean, from what it seems, Vince only knows three people. Uh, Colin says, uh, I did not watch Raw and I'm glad I didn't. I broke my tooth yesterday, so I have enough of a headache. Love to you both. Uh, let me tell you, if you're getting it fixed or extracted, it's not as bad as you're going to think. Uh, but let me tell you, don't do a podcast afterwards because when I had mine taken out, Denise, I swore. I was like, I'm going to do my show tonight. I feel good. And I'm so glad I didn't. I was high as a kite. Sean, you messaged me while you were like on like I you, didn't were high, you were on drugs and you messaged me. You had a conversation with me on tw- on DMs. Yeah. The next day, you hit me up and you had the same conversation and I was like, "Sean, we already spoke about so, this." So, you didn't it was, remember. So it's funny cuz like intentionally there there's some dumbass girl that trolls us on Twitter and I never paid attention to her ever. Oh. Is yeah, it the yeah. same girl that we, entered we, yeah. my contest? We, we won't. We won't say. We won't I'm say. Not saying, we're gonna but I just want to make sure you but know. Intentionally 
for like a year, I never said anything to her because I didn't want to even acknowledge her. But I was so high on the, the dental. Oh, no, mags. we're talking about someone totally different. Oh, no, oh OK. I was then. talking about something else. My bad. But I was so high on the dental meds. I woke up the next morning. I was like, damn, I dunked on her hard. Like I even woke up and I was like, shit. But uh, yeah, don't do that. You know what? A, you know what the worst rib is, Denise? So I cracked my back tooth when I trained MMA. Like my mouth guard sucked. It was terrible. And I had it pulled. And now my wisdom tooth is coming in back there. In my 30s. My fucking <laughs> wisdom tooth is coming in. Unreal. Unreal. Are you going to get it out? Like, what's your plan? I don't know. Right now, it feels all right. It just feels normal right now. I guess we'll see how it goes. Hey, Sean, we got Monday. I have yeah. the cure for you. All you got to do is this. Sana, sana, colita de rana. That's the cure. <sighs> Man. I what? don't know what that means, Denise. It's sana, sana, colita de rana. <laughs> someone please translate it. In, someone could translate it in the chat, and I think you'd listen, be surprised listen. what the translation is. Say it, say it slowly for okay. me. Okay. Sana, sana. Okay. Colita de rana. De rana. Sana, sana. sana colita, colita de rana. De rana. It's sana did, sana colita de rana. Did you call me like a frog's ass or something? <laughs> it's like that's what a rana is, right? A rana is a frog yeah, and colita's butt. But it's I I, I can't just it's a saying. Like whenever you're hurt, it's like oh sana sana colita de rana. Like it's a thing. I'm being legit. Like if you fall and you get a bruise, your mom will be like sana sana colita de rana. <laughs> and then you say si no soy or si no sana hoy sana manana. <laughs> Right? I have no idea that's, what you just said. I have it no says, idea. All I heard was something about a banana. Oh. Rolo says, thanks for the updates, even after a long week of wrestling. Best combo in sports infotainment. Boy, does that say something sad about the state? Yeah, we're sports. talking about a frog's butt. Well, listen. <laughs> if you want to drink something that's tastier than a frog's butt, try Athletic Greens 1. <laughs> AG1 at athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. This has replaced my general multivitamin. It's drinkable, which is way better than a multivitamin tablet. You put a scoop in your shaker. You put a little water in there. You shake it up. You drink it. You're good to go. Right now, you get one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. I love those travel packs. I even uh, ordered an extra set just so I could have the convenience of them. But they are the category-leading superfood product, bringing comprehensive and convenient daily nutrition to everybody. Keeping up with the research by changing their formula 53 times over the last decade and counting. That's once every few months. They are changing their formula, adapting with science. One gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. That's the best thing. A lot of those drinks you get at the store, they're pumped full of artificial garbage. Not athleticgreens.com slash Fightful vitamins, minerals, dairy-free probiotics, adaptogens, and antioxidants make you feel better, regulate your gut health, support a healthy immune system, support focus, and replace a lot of those products that you get with athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Someone says, heel, heel, little frog's tail. Boy, that sounds like a terrible Google Translate. I would never do that. Hey, Jeff Hawkins. There you go. It's like I don't know how to explain. It's like sun. Yeah, it's like that. Like sana sana. I don't know how to. I don't know how to translate it perfectly in English because it could have like. But it is like basically like 
it's okay. Like their little frog's butt, like rub little frog's butt. I, got <laughs> I don't a know how to describe it. I got a message from downstairs that said, why are you talking like a hillbilly villain? Because I am a hillbilly villain. That's why. <laughs> Bury me with my money. <laughs> That's me. Oh, my God. Jake says, Sean, when are you going to start twitching, Twitch streaming those PS5 games you talk about or break out the old hardware for NCAA goodness? I wasn't big on NCAA. Um, I thought about streaming the new Turtles game. I beat it today. It was a lot of fun. I'm going to play through it some more. You should do a co-stream with me. I would do that. That'd be cool. We are streaming live on Twitch right now, actually. Uh, Alex Wynn says, I want to see the Street Profits win so bad at Money in the Bank and really shake things up. But I don't see it. With my luck, they'll lose, split up, go into the 24-7 division, and then start teaming again after three months without explanation. Well, Dawkins beat Jay Uso. So, um, they have never faced each other one-on-one, Denise. But I felt like, like they I had. Yeah, I was going to say, exactly. Like they had. I feel like I had seen this 100 times because we've seen the tag match like seven times, including earlier this month, Denise. Uh Angelo Dawkins getting a win, good. I don't think he gets nearly enough credit for improving because Montez takes so much of that spotlight. He, he does. He does the flashy stuff, and that's a yeah. little bit easier to for for you know your casual viewers, especially. No matter what, you're always going to ooh and awe. Ah. And whenever he does that, whenever he goes out and has a killer performance like this, he's got to get his flowers because he's been having killer performances. He's been adapting and doing new things. And I think that's important to note because Montez does take that spotlight a lot. And there ain't nothing wrong with Montez taking that spotlight or I don't even want to say playing second fiddle, but being there. I think that Angelo does not get enough credit for what. I don't know what foul, something foul. I don't know what, what it was. Foul? Let's see. Let's see it, I Denise. Know. I can't even see what fell. Take your earbuds out. Oh, shit. I know who fell. Who fell? <laughs> Kevin Owens. No. <laughs> he fell. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> this is so sad. The match was fine, though. Angelo getting the win. I'm all for that. What'd you think, Denise? Um, I kind of feel bad because I didn't realize that this was the first time match until you said it because I kind of felt like I had seen it a bunch of times. And so my whole thing about this was like, I'm so glad they kept it short, which is a very unfortunate thing to say. But I was glad that they kept it short. And I did think that this was a good win for Angela Dawkins. But aside from that, it's just hard to care because if I feel like I've seen this match a bunch, then there's a problem there. There's a problem. Yeah. Jay says, interesting that the XFL lawsuit got settled today. Went from a nine-minute meeting on Friday to settled today. Better get some sleep, SRS. I feel like the floodgates are going to open. I got I actually got some good sleep this weekend, so that was awfully nice because I did not last week. You know, whenever I see that you're actually out having a life, I think, oh, good. Sean's not going to break any news right now. I can chill. I can go do my own yeah. thing. It, it almost never happens when I'm gone, but it happens like – when I'm planning a night in and I want to relax, you'll figure no rest Ham- for the wicked. Hamp Connell says, could we possibly get Roman Brock 36 more times, buddy? They will test us. They will test us. Uh, well, they tested my patience. This theory promo was stupid. He said absolutely nothing. What do you even say? Look at this body. Look at these muscles. Look at this. Ah, who gives a shit? This promo was pointless. Then he got squirted in the eyes with baby oil by Lashley. An eye for an eye. 
Lashley wanted his U.S. title match in theory, set up the gauntlet. Lashley beat Chad Gable. Then Chad Gable ran in and attacked in the middle of, of the, the Otis match. And I got to say, I adored the finish to Theory versus Lashley. But it does make me say, well, the conclusion's pretty foregone because Lashley just beat his ass after wrestling two guys. But the finish, I love a good cradle suplex. I love a good pin, a good amateur wrestling pin because ideally, Lashley, national champion wrestler against Theory, 40 pounds lighter than him, Theory shouldn't be able to kick out of that cradle pin. So I loved that. But that's where the loving it ended. It was literally the last thing that happened in this entire 15, 20-minute segment that I thought was passable was that. The rest of it, boy, they could have just put this in the garbage. Okay, so I was a little bit, when you said that you love the finish, I'm so glad that you explained why, because I thought that the finish for that was god-awful. I thought it made Theory look absolutely dumb as hell, that that he was supposed to have the advantage here by giving Bobby Lashley three opponents, and then in the end, he ends up putting himself in there and he ends up screwing himself uh, with the outcome. So for me, I'm like, okay, well, Austin Theory looks dumb as hell right now. And I get it. That's the point that they want to do. But if you ever want me to take Austin Theory seriously, at some point you got to make him look somewhat, you know, passable in terms of, I don't even know what anymore. But I will say this though. I actually really loved Bobby Lashley and Chad Gable. I really love uh, Bobby Lashley and Otis. I thought both Gable and Otis did a phenomenal job in this match. Everything that Gable did uh, with the ankle lock, with the moonsault, um, when there was a moment too where Bobby Lashley just like smack, like ran gable's body into the post and that was absolutely brutal i thought he was done after that it looked terrible um but that was really fun i liked that i thought they had a really good match there and then with otis coming in i i gotta i I always put this over and i feel like i need to continue putting this over it's a lot of what gable and otis do some of the things that they shout out it's just so freaking funny like there was one part where like I forgot what Otis did to Bobby Lashley, but it was something on the barricade on the outside. And I forget what it was, but he ba- he was like, oh, that felt good. He was like, oh, that felt good, right? Like immediately afterwards. And then G- Gable was like, oh, that's my guy and this and that. Like just little things like that that kind of pushed the act a little bit further. So I-, I really did enjoy what they did there. I thought the ending was dumb, but everything that they did with Gable and Otis was pretty cool. Reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. Get your super chats. Get your humper chats in. Pat says, Theory has a Lex Luger gimmick without the physique. Not that it's bad or anything. It's really weird. I mean, he just, it was a whole promo of nothing. He didn't say anything. And that's what was weird to me. And it is tough to top like that Lex Luger version of that. (sighs) Ms. TV. I, I am so just over Ms. TV. I don't ever want to see Ms. TV again. Sean, this is by the way, that like a whole year ago. Good. Well, Miz has tiny balls. Did you know? I don't care. This is terrible. Yeah, You're ruining is. ball jokes for me. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm done with the Miz TV. I don't want to see it anymore. Champa, what is his deal? Why is he so obsessed with people in the Miz? Like, did Miz hire him? Mm-hmm. Is he dating know. Marjo? What's going on? I was just happy to see Champa, so I didn't really complain about. It. Yeah, I didn't really well, feel need to complain about that. I was just so happy to just, see him match with AJ. But it didn't come out of nowhere, though. He's showing up, not out of nowhere. He shows up and beats up anybody that has an issue with the Miz. 
this kind of out of nowhere, though. It's random. Not really. He does it all the time. But why? It's random. Exactly. Why? <laughs> Tell me I why. Don't know. Maybe he's working for the Miz. I don't know. They haven't said. Have they said anything? That's the point. No. Why? Oh, then I don't know. Match was good. It was short. AJ Styles wins. And then the Miz tried to attack and got kicked in the head. Um, I am not that interested in a Miz AJ Styles program either. I would have been more interested in a in an AJ Styles Champa program. That's for damn sure. That's literally what I wrote down in my notes was that it's sad that the focus here is supposed to be AJ Styles and the Miz and not AJ Styles and Champa. But that's where we're at. And it's literally the exact same thing. Every single Miz storyline is exactly the same. It's all about his TV show. His reality show, his wife, his family, this and that. I have heard this story one zillion times, and I have been over Miss TV for the longest time. Uh, this isn't new. This has just been the one of the consistently worst parts of Raw. Remember when they were doing the freaking drips, drip stick thing? God, that yeah. was terrible. That was the peak worst of what they were doing with um, Miss TV, Moist TV. All of that. That was horrible. Nathaniel Cornette, our good friend, says, Thanks again, Sean, for letting me know Forbidden Doors and actually sold out. Yeah, there are some Obstructed View tickets available. Uh, and, and he says, Also, do you think Champa is one of the more recent botched call-ups? All he's done so far is blindside people on behalf of The Miz, then lose with no explanation. That's what I was getting at. There's no reason for it. We don't know why. Then he just loses. Uh, to me, they have not handled Tommaso Ciampa anywhere near his level, Denise, of where he, he could be. And I mean, he's just he's just a good character. He's a good performer. He's a good wrestler. I don't know how you don't find something for him. You don't have to try too hard with him. When he comes out and he says, I'm going to kick your ass, I'm going to kill you, you believe it. Just with his facial expression and his overall presence. Uh, also, Nathan Cornette, hopefully we get to do karaoke again when I'm back in Chicago. Denise, are you doing any karaoke this weekend? Probably not. I need to have somebody there to egg me on. Plus, what am I going to do did, karaoke with myself? Like that's You just did sad. last time. You went with us last time. Yeah, I know, but that's because I was forced. That's why I went. I, was, I wasn't planning on singing or doing anything. Sanchez says, y'all definitely up there in wrestling info, though. Along with Brian's granny and Hollywood hangman, the Mount Rushmore Hollywood hangman. Give me a break. I hopped in his spaces the other day. But Brian's granny, I'll, I'll be a, you know what? That's good company right there. Brian Alvarez's granny, she is uh, legit. I, I actually like listening to her on, on those shows quite a bit. But uh, we've got Asuka defeating Becky Lynch. They have fantastic chemistry. Uh, why? Well, because they wrestle a lot these days, Denise. Um, Asuka gets the win. I thought they were going towards the double countout. I was ready to post the, the whiny tweet like, they're already doing this with Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. They're doing it again here. But then Asuka got the win. How'd you feel? I, I liked this match. I liked this match a whole lot. I thought it was it was good. I Again, I have to put over Asuka strikes during this. I think that she's just been like elevating her game. I don't know what... What happened, you know, while she was, you know, in her recovery for her injury, but she came back and she just feels a little bit better than ever for me right now. So I'm really digging what she's been doing Um, in terms of like, you know, Becky losing and her snapping that just continues that she's been doing great work in terms of like the acting wise, like even just like the ending closing shot of this Crying. with her. 
yeah, that was good. I like that. Like, that's one of the things that I've been liking. Like, when she did that whole feud with Lita, when she was, like, psycho and my hero. And, ooh, that was, like, the best thing I'd seen. Um, And she's just kind of conti- continued, uh, you know, doing that a little bit differently. But she's continued that, like, psycho crazy person thing, which has been pretty good to see. I think that Becky is just killing this. I mean, you know, Asuka limited in language on how she can convey some things, but from from like a physical standpoint and an in-ring standpoint, she's such a great storyteller. And then Becky's able to make up for some of that that uh, lack of, of like promo type of stuff with with her facial reactions after the match. And like you said, it was just killer. And the match, again, very good. Asuka in Money in the Bank. I'll tell you what I want out of Money in the Bank. I want an actual goddamn Money in the Bank holder, Denise. There has not been a woman that has held that briefcase for longer than a day since oh, yeah. Carmella. I didn't since even think Carmella. about that till right now. Alexa cashed in immediately. Becky cashed in immediately. Asuka, uh, or, or Bailey cashed in immediately. Asuka got the title. And then last year's, I can't even remember who the hell won it last year, but they cashed in immediately too. Um, it was Nikki, like, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Nikki. There you go, it was Nikki. Nikki. I want to see an actual Money in the Bank. Did she cash in that over. night? Or was next it the next night? night? Next the next night. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I am so ready to just see this change. <sighs> Denise, what do you got going on? Well, this week is absolutely nuts, and I mean nuts. Um, so I will be at Forbidden Door. I will be doing Quizlemania this Wednesday, uh, just a show every single day. So I'm taking it step by step. But I mean, seriously, guys, just in terms of me, just youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. That's my channel. It's where all my interviews go up. And there's a lot more that I'm working on getting on that channel. I'm almost at 60,000 subscribers. So go check that out. Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. Guys, uh, check out all the content we have this week. Denise did an incredible job on uh, the Impact review, as well as the AAA review. I'm going to piece together this Fightful Select report about the instant reaction from talent and some of their their concerns about Bruce Prichard in this interim talent relations role. I'm going to end this stream at one hour night. I freaking knew it. I freaking knew it. I was looking at that right now. 20 (laughs) seconds, Sean. It's not going to kill you. 18 seconds, 17 to stay on here. You're going to Denise Denise is trying to get time and a half, but I got 10 seconds. No, listen, Denise, you wouldn't feel like you earned the money. I was just looking at that clock. Until next time, guys, we're out.